Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Link Podcast with me, Elle. English learners, don't forget, you can study this episode and all past episodes as a lesson on Link. The lesson link is in the description always. If you're studying any language, in fact, you can use Link to study from content you're interested in. Podcast episodes, blog posts, TV shows, news, whatever it is, make a lesson with it on Link and study from content of interest. And don't forget to give us a share, a follow, a like, or a review on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. We really appreciate it. This week, I am joined by a guest all the way from Russia. He is a YouTuber. He creates videos about learning Japanese currently, it's his language, and also something language learning, well, unrelated to language learning, which we will get to, so stay tuned. This week, I am joined by Denny Minsev. Denny, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Hello, thank you for having me. And so you are joining us from Russia, as I mentioned. Uh, how are things in Russia these days? And whereabouts in Russia are you joining us from? I am currently in Moscow. I'm just uh, here for the summer break uh, because I am studying abroad in the United Kingdom. Uh, but uh, I right now I'm back in Moscow. I just finished my exchange year in Japan. Uh, and yeah, okay. it's not too bad here. Uh, so yeah. Great. Doing, uh, so, well. Good, excellent. Uh, did you grow up in Moscow? Yes, yes. Uh, so I lived here for pretty much all my life. Uh, I mostly just stayed abroad for studying. Uh, I'm now going into my fourth year, um, which will be now uh, back in the UK. Oh, in the UK. Excellent. And so you just left uh, Japan, right? You were just, yes. you were so just my, a few months in Japan. My third year uh, was an exchange year, uh, which I spent in Japan. Uh, well, to be precise, it was uh, a little over eight months. Um, and uh, yeah, now I'm going into my fourth year, which will be back in the UK again. Excellent. And so as I mentioned uh, at the beginning in your intro there, you are studying Japanese. You're really hardcore studying Japanese um, and creating lots of videos about your journey and uh, help helpful videos for other people studying Japanese. So firstly, what got you into Japanese? Why did you decide to study Japanese? Well, originally, uh, I got some kind of idea to maybe try and learn it through just watching stuff in Japanese, which was at the time mostly just anime. Uh, and mm. I thought it would be interesting to watch it in the original uh, version uh, without any subtitles, uh, just like I do anything in English or anything in my native language. Uh, so that's where I got the initial idea from. And then once I actually started learning Japanese and talking to some Japanese people online, I grew more and more attached and more and more uh, became more and more interested uh, in the culture and uh, kind of everything surrounding Japan and it kind of just spiraled out of there. I see. It is a fascinating culture, right? So how many years has it been now that you've been studying the language? It's now been five and a half years, a bit more than five and a half years even. Um, and yeah, it's been quite the journey. Uh, most of the time I spent uh, doing stealth study. Uh, it is my major in university, but that's mostly just because I 
you know, to pick some degree, and that was uh, what I decided to go with. But I've still continued to mostly study um, in my own time with my own kind of uh, method. Um, so, yeah. Excellent. And so, tell us about you say your own your own method. What uh, what is your method? How are you going about studying Japanese? The self study part. Well, uh, I'm kind of now in the stage where you just need to watch a lot in Japanese, listen, read, mm. just consume as much as possible, uh, and I can I'm pretty much good to go with that. The only exception is the writing, obviously. Kanji, you can't learn passively. You have to sit down and actively study the different characters. And right now, I'm sitting at a bit over uh, 1,700. I've not really done much uh, study nice. recently, uh, but yeah, overall, uh, I'm able to converse with relative ease.、Uh, I'm, I can talk about、uh, all sorts of topics, and I don't really have much difficulty with that. Um, listening is a bit more tricky,、uh, as well as reading, because there、uh, you never know what kind of stuff you can encounter, and it very, very much depends on the material、uh, you're consuming.、Uh, I would still say that stuff like anime or TV shows is not very easy for me,、uh, but I can watch、right. YouTube videos and understand them quite well. I would say. Excellent! Wow, that's a great stage to be at, where you're kind of able to enjoy the language, enjoy content in the language. What、uh, what kinds of content are you watching right now? For anyone listening who is maybe at a similar level in Japanese,、um, can you suggest any YouTube channels or, like you said, animes, shows, movies? Yeah, well,、uh, lately I've been watching、uh, a little bit more anime again.、Uh, I'm watching Attack、mm-hmm. on Titan right now.、Uh, okay. And、yeah. I've also、uh, spent a lot of time watching YouTube. I quite like watching、uh, like video game let's play videos, and、uh, cool. there are certain games that are、uh, popular in Japan. So I like、right. to watch some of those channels.、Uh, there's a very、uh, interesting channel. Well. For me, I, I really <laughs> I find it very enjoyable、uh, on YouTube called、uh, Nichijou Gumi, and、uh, okay. yeah, it's like a a group of friends、uh, who all play、uh, like video games, and I don't know, they have they have a very good like energy and、uh, good chemistry with each other, so it's quite fun to watch.、Uh, yeah, that's mostly it. And then as for reading,、uh, I'm trying to read.、Uh, Bit more, like the light novel type of thing,、uh, because I've mostly read manga, which I still do.、Um, but now I'm I'm still going through my first、uh, proper book in Japanese, and、uh, it's taking a while. <laughs> but I've not been、uh, okay. very very intensively reading it.、Uh, but、right. it's not too bad if、uh, I'm if I can use a dictionary. It's not really too bad. Okay, and what's the book? Oh,、uh, it's、um, a wind-up bird chronicle、uh, by Haruki Murakami. Oh, yeah, I've read that in English. I wish I could read that in Japanese, but yeah, I read. I I really I really like that book. He's a, such a great author. Yeah, I've I've read the most books uh, from Murakami uh, out of the different books I've read,、mm-hmm. uh, but only in English and Russian. Never in Japanese. Right, right. Well, good luck with it. It's at least you have. 
Murakami has is still writing too, and he has uh, he has lots of books, so yeah. you can get through all of those in Japanese. Maybe that's a challenge. <laughs> um, so, Denny, you are studying or have studied in the past for the JLPT. Yes. Tell us, tell us what is the JLPT and um, how have your experiences been with, with taking it? Oh, I have taken it a good number of times at this point. I think I've taken mm-hmm. the N3 once. I failed that one. Uh, I've taken the N2 three times and finally passed it on the third attempt. And I just recently took the N1, uh, but I don't have oh, the results yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. It was very difficult, though. I there's pretty much no chance that I passed it, but I just kind of did oh, it you're... for fun to try and see what it's like. Uh, yeah, I think that's wise. Yeah, just to get an idea, you know, go in with no expectation of actually passing, yeah. maybe. And like you say, you think you maybe didn't, um, but getting an idea of what it's all about, and then you can try again i've heard it's for anyone listening who doesn't know first off what the jlpt is is the japanese language proficiency test and it go, i believe there are five levels right and yeah. five and four and three and two and one and one being the final one the most difficult and i've heard that it is extremely difficult it so is. um yeah and you can there you go you can confirm so wow okay so you tried the n1 and when will you get your results do you know i should get them sometime this month um but i checked a few days ago and uh, i didn't have my results yet um Uh, okay i did do as a little better than i expected though because i went in completely expecting that i would just really you know get just the worst possible result but um, Just bomb. The, yeah. the first, <laughs> the first section was exactly as I expected. Uh, however, okay. the the reading and listening was not quite as bad. It was still pretty difficult, but I at least did yeah. better than I expected. Uh, so at least there is that. Okay. Well, you never know. You never know. Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, so. I'm assuming then there's a listening, a writing, a reading, and a speaking aspect. So there are three sections. Um, The first two are done together. Uh, You have to just kind of manage your time, and it's up to you uh, to spend as much time as you want on each of the sections. I think the first Mm -hmm. one is uh, vocabulary and grammar, Mm -hmm. and the second one is reading, where you have a text, and you read it, and then you answer a question. and then the listening is done separately, uh, where they play a CD for you, for the big like room of um, students, and right. you just answer questions. Uh, some of the questions you don't even see the answers written down; they also say out loud the different options. Um, pretty much the whole test is multiple choice, by the way. Uh, I should have mentioned that. Oh, okay. There, yeah. Okay. So it's. Uh, not the best test uh, to actually show one's ability, uh, but I guess it, it does show it in some way. But it shows, uh, from what I can tell, from what I've heard, it shows a lot more how well someone prepared for the exam uh, versus uh, okay. how well you speak, uh, perhaps. Hmm. 
that seems like most tests <laughs> for language learning, right? How well are you? How how well can you prepare for a test? How well can you understand a test as opposed to yeah, actually conversing in a language or knowing a language? Well, there is one that I can think of that I thought was pretty well done, uh, which was oh. pretty well made, which was the IELTS exam for English. Um, oh, okay. And that one has it's a very different format. There are some things that are multiple choice. A lot of them, um, like there's a big section where it's writing and you just write like an essay or something like that. Yeah. Wow. And uh, there is also a section where you speak to an actual person. Uh, so it's a, oh. it's a fair bit better, I would say. Uh, I've taken that one without doing any preparation and got um, 8.0 out of 9. Uh, so it has oh, a weird excellent. grading system. Um, and uh, yeah, nine is the max. Uh, but you know, like they say, for a lot of uh, tests, uh, even a native speaker is not going to get the nine <laughs> out of nine uh, right. without of you know putting in hours and hours uh, preparing for the test. Uh, but I got right. 8.0 overall uh, without doing pretty much any preparation. Fantastic. Okay, that, that that makes way more sense. Actually, speaking to someone face to face, and so they can assess your language ability that way. Yeah. So, okay. So, Danny, tell us about your time in Japan. Like I mentioned, you just left a little while back. Yeah, um, just a month ago. Oh, a month ago. Okay. Uh, so, did you experience any culture shock? Oh, was this the was this your first time in Japan? First off, it was actually my second time. Uh, first time second I went there time. in okay. twenty seventeen uh, for one week. Uh, oh, for one week. Okay, so this is your first time of staying for an extended yeah, period. Yeah. It's actually, oh, that okay. was my longest consecutive time spent in another country because uh, due to the oh. pandemic, I couldn't even come back for like a break for a holiday. Uh, so I had to stay there until the end of my year. Ah, okay. So you hadn't intended on staying for the full length of time. You had wanted to come back, but then covid yeah, uh, when I was ah. studying in the UK, I would always come back for the holidays mm. uh, to see my family. Right. Uh, but I, that, was, that was not an option in Japan. If I came back, then I would have not gone back again to, to continue my second right. semester. Right. And now, of course, this question is a little... You'd answer differently if it weren't a pandemic, but uh, what were some of the things that surprised you about Japan and did you experience any uh, culture shock while you were there? I wouldn't really say so. Uh, I think I've already experienced culture shock remotely from because um, even like throughout my years learning Japanese before I went there, um, I had a lot of experience communicating with Japanese people. And I'd already kind of had uh, some, a, a couple moments of culture shock. Uh, so that was not really as big of an issue. I did have um, the situation, uh, which I've had in the past, where sometimes when somebody doesn't really want to talk to you, they can't really right. say or even give you a hint They'll just ghost you. Right. Uh, obviously, that's not everybody, uh, but yeah. there are some people like that in Japan, unfortunately, because yeah. it's a very closed-down country. Uh, people, even among Japanese people themselves, 
they seem to be quite closed down, uh, which is quite uh, an unfortunate situation. So mm -hmm. I made a friend there uh, during my stay, but one day they just stopped replying for some reason. Uh, and no. that'll just remain a mystery. I've had that experience in yeah, the past, yeah. so I wasn't much of a culture shock, but it was still kind of a bummer. Yeah. Overall, uh, it was obviously not as, um, as good of an experience as I was hoping for before the pandemic started, um, but right. I did at least manage to um, sneak in a few uh, trips here and there uh, when we had like the, you know, the uh, better periods uh, in terms of the cases, the COVID cases. Um, right. There were, I had a trip to Oita uh, on the Kyushu Island. Uh, I had a trip to Okinawa. Uh, nice. I had uh, like a smaller trip uh, to neighboring uh, Kanagawa. Well, sorry, Kanagawa was where I was living. Uh, I'm in Shizuoka Prefecture. Uh, I actually well, went on a few hikes, and one of them was in Shizuoka Prefecture, where uh, me and my friends uh, from the UK, who are studying uh, on the same course as me, uh, we climbed the Mount uh, Aichi, I think uh, it was called. Um, okay. oh, uh, oh, actually, that's not what it was called. Ashitaka, I think, was the name of the mountain. Um, and okay. From Mount Ashitaka, you get the perfect view of Mount Fuji. Uh, and oh, that was right. a very nice experience. Uh, it was 1,504 meters above sea level at the peak. Uh, and, That's uh, high. Yeah. That's high up. Did you get the whole kind of altitude, not altitude sickness, but the you know, the yeah, difficulty yeah. breathing? Um, not on that one. Sickness. But me and my okay. friend went to another hike where I did feel it. Uh, we, and we started much lower there. Uh, it was, um, oh shoot, I don't think I'll be able to remember that one. Uh, but okay. that was another mountain uh, on the, in the west of Tokyo Prefecture where it's very rural. Um, and that mountain was 1,736 meters at the peak. And we started at 340 meters above sea level. So that was a big difference, like altitude change. Right. Uh, and um, at about a kilometer altitude change, so 1,400 meters above sea level, we, me and my friend really started feeling it. Um, and yeah. at one point, we even went through a cloud, uh, which was oh. <laughs> quite the experience. I bet, yeah. I remember when I was in Japan, I, I climbed Mount Fuji with some friends, and they had these... Uh, we had these oxygen ta not tanks but like a uh, little aerosol mini oh, wow. oxygen in inhalers and yeah. i thought wow we're not gonna we're not gonna need those are we <laughs> my friend actually really did need it um he was feeling really dizzy and this is a very fit person too way fitter than me i think it just depends on your physiology or something but um yeah, yeah a lot of these people were just like sucking on these <laughs> oxygen inhalers as they kind of trudge up in a, in a line up mount fuji but that was an experience for sure. Um, so, Danny, tell us about your channel for everyone who's going to rush and subscribe after listening. Your channel is uh, named Danny Minsev, and yeah, you, as I mentioned, just your name. You uh, create content about your um, language learning journey with Japanese. What can people expect moving forward for your channel when they subscribe? Uh, I've actually never really 
thought about specifically making videos about Japanese. I just really make videos about whatever I'm interested in, and if it's Japanese at the time, then that's what I'll make a video about.、Uh, I actually still、uh, want to make a video uh, uh, where I made a video before I left、uh, where I spoke Japanese, and the idea was this was actually from a comment that somebody left、uh, suggesting this. That I record myself speaking Japanese before leaving, and then once I return,、uh, I, I still ah, need to return video.、Uh, so、right. that'll be interesting. And、uh, I recently、um, made a, a video which I had a lot of fun making、uh, about my adventures in Japan.、Uh, I would definitely recommend、uh, people to check out that one.、Uh, I detail my different trips that I went on and show all sorts of photos. And、uh, yeah, I had a lot of. Fun making that one, so hope you guys will see it and enjoy it. Excellent. Give people the, that travel bug, which I know a lot of us have who haven't been able to travel for sure.、Uh, so, obviously, you're all about the Japanese right now. Do you think you'll move on to another language sometime soon, or are you sticking with the Japanese for the foreseeable future? Uh, I'm actually taking a, a little bit of a break.、Uh, I, I've done this、uh, many times in the past.、Um, Uh, so, I'll probably get back to Japanese very soon. I don't think I'll be switching to another language quite yet.、Um, but yeah, I'll be getting back on the Japanese train. And the thing I'm the most interested in、um, right now is the writing. I just want to learn more and more kanji so I can read more.、Uh, because I've kind of been enjoying reading more than、um, watching stuff lately. So,、oh, okay. uh, when it comes to Japanese. So, I think I'll、uh, focus more on that、um, as soon as I you know, get, the, get the kick to,、uh, to learn. Right. Learn.、Uh, but yeah, I, right. I, I have a few different hobbies that I、uh, work on from time to time.、Uh, so, I might make、uh, videos about other things too. Okay. Well, one of those hobbies is something you also create videos on, on this channel, and I want to ask you about it. So, your channel is about language learning, but also about Rubik's Cube, which I find fascinating, this whole thing. I've never been able to complete one, so maybe that's why I haven't really tried. I'm not mathematically minded at all. But、um, I wanted to ask you do you think that、uh, your interest in kind of the strategy and the way your mind works around Rubik's Cube has helped you in any way learn languages?、Um. I, I would say that maybe it's the opposite, that it's the same kind of、ah. interest,、uh, just like subconscious interest that I have, that has made、right. me interested in both of those.、Uh, Rubik's Cubes aren't really as much about maths as they are just about, I guess, logic.、Um, and there's also、okay. a lot of logic when it comes to languages.、Um, and yeah, because, you know, there's、uh, grammar rules. Uh, there are、uh, also in Japanese, you have the kanji,、uh, which there's also some logic in how you write them、uh, and how you read them.、Mm-hmm. Uh, there are all sorts of things that are about languages that are、um, kind of that make you think.、Uh, and yeah, I, I, that's something that kind of interests me a lot.、Um, in the same way, I find programming interesting also. Kind of makes you think, and yeah, just different things like that. Great. There's a great movie on Netflix. I'm not sure if you've seen it, but,、uh, and I don't remember the name right now, of course, but it's about the 
championships. It follows a bunch of the people who are training to be, I think there's a championship in the States. Um, I'll find the, the title and I talk in about the description for the Ruby's Cube Championship. Yeah. Do you oh, know this film? Oh, uh, yeah, the, the Speed Cubers. Yeah, okay. I, I thought that was such a great film. It, was, it wasn't just, you know, it was so well done in that it wasn't just about Rubik's Cube. It obviously followed these people and you got to know them and the, everything that they get out of being part of the Rubik's Cube community yeah, is yeah. very, very sweet. Yeah, I've actually met film, a lot of so. those people. And, uh, I, oh, I no thought, way! Oh. Yeah, yeah, because uh, that was, uh, most of the filming was in, uh, the, in Australia at the World Championship in 2019. And I That's went to right. that one and I've met okay. a lot of them. Oh, no way. So you were there when they filmed that exact Yeah, yeah. I was watching the, the, film. the filming crew. Um, that's, and uh, I have a, a video that I made myself as well. Oh, amazing. Is that on your channel? Yes. Uh, I think oh, it's just called okay. like World Championship in Australia or something like that. Uh, I uploaded it Perfect. Like, at the end of 2019. Fantastic. And do you are you in the movie? I know they show the audience a bit. Did you ever see yourself no, in I don't, the movie? I don't think I uh, no? popped in. Uh, you didn't make the cut. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, listen, Denny, thank you so much. That was a really interesting chat. Uh, I will pop the link to your channel and the content you mentioned and that movie that we just talked about too in the description. Uh, best of luck with taking the N1, the JLPT N1. Uh, maybe you passed this this first time you took it. Who knows? Um, <laughs> I highly but if doubt not, it. Best but of luck. I hope, uh, I hope okay. that I at least got like a 70 or something like that. Although that's out of okay. 180, not out of 100. So oh, it's a low okay. bar, wow. but it's a very, <laughs> very difficult test. Yes. Like I said, I've heard, I've heard, I know one person uh, who living in Japan who, who passed it quite recently and he was just over the moon, the amount of work that went in to him actually finally getting it. So, um, but yeah, best of luck. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us, Denny. And uh, yeah. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you for having me. Cheers. Bye-bye.